Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode four of Transactions with Dave Canton. We come to you every single week, filling you in on everything from the always changing automotive business. We got financial topics that matter to automotive dealers and a lot, lot more. I am your host, Derek D., and Dave Canton is the CEO and founder of the Dave Canton Group, as well as all the DCG family of brands. And he comes standard with a wealth of knowledge, especially in the merger and acquisitions realm. He joins me on every single episode, so we're going to get right to it. Please welcome Dave Canton. How you doing, Dave? All good, Derek. How are you today? I'm, I'm hanging in, man. I'm hanging in, you know. Uh, we got the ups and downs of life, but you got to focus on the positive, right? Listen, as they say, the show must go on. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Don't I know it? Ain't that the truth? Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving week. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Yes, you, you as well. You know, you gotta. You know what? I appreciate Thanksgiving so much. Not only the food is great, but you're with family, and it's just you know you take stock in the things that like really matter in life. You know what I mean? And that's uh, that. That's always a good time. This this always this time of year during the holidays. Look, I think especially in in life and business, you know, you really have to stop for a moment and and really just accept what's going on in life and really reflect on the past. And you know, there's so much to reflect on over the past twenty plus months of this oh, pandemic sure. and, and COVID <laughs> and and the, and the losses that we've experienced throughout families and business and so much going on, which really allows you appreciate and value everything that everyone has today and the opportunity and the love and the life and to be thankful for those in your life. And, you know, this was, this Thanksgiving was special because it was a time where uh, it was, it really allowed me to kind of disconnect which I don't get to do much. Okay. You know me, I'm always on a <laughs> yeah. hundred miles an hour, but I, I truly <laughs> just disconnected this Thanksgiving and really wanted to, to take advantage of reflecting over the past 20 months, right? How thankful yeah. I am, how grateful I am, not just to the loved one, you know, not, not just to the people I love around me, not just to my friends that I care for dearly and not just for my incredible staff, but for it, just the entire package. I mean, I, I sat there and I said to myself, wow, as much as much, let's say bad has gone on in the past twenty plus months with this right. pandemic, you know, so much has come out of it, right? And it's learning from these experiences that will create a greater or maybe a better future for everyone, right? I mean, it's just yeah, that's we have key. so much to, we have so much to be thankful for, so much to be grateful for, you know, so much gratitude. But you know, really, this Thanksgiving for me was about reflecting and understanding you know, the ups and the downs, right? Learning from those ups and downs, dealing with the adversity. You know, some of the yeah. things that I even sit back and I, I work with my team on all the time, you know, my executive team, but more importantly, I work with my children on is how to deal with adversity. And I think this Thanksgiving really allowed us to reflect on how to deal with that adversity, right? right. To really talk through it and to understand how did we bounce back from a complete standstill? How did we recoup and, and we're able to just stop and go, you know, think about it. You know, life goes by so fast. You know, sure if you does. look back only a week <laughs> ago today, think about all the events that took place in your life over the past week, right? Think about how <laughs> fast that timeline went. It goes sometimes, fast. Derek, sometimes we don't take a, a moment to, to just sit back and reflect, to really understand how those events took place. 
and 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 what we've learned from those events. So this Thanksgiving was special to really just sit back and say, you know, all the good, all the bad, all the adversity, all the hurdles we've overcome, you know, taking that all in and just being thankful and being able to give back. Because I think Thanksgiving is also a time going into the holidays where you really got to give back. And mm-hmm. another reason why the automotive industry is just such a special industry. You know, some of my clients, or I'll say all my clients, I don't really know one that's not. You know, the, these automotive dealers and, and, and public and privately held companies, they're some of the most philanthropic companies and individuals I have ever dealt with in my entire life. And anytime I say to myself, maybe I'll, I'll go outside the automotive industry in the M&A world, I say, wait, why would I want to do that? It's the greatest, most resilient, uh, incredibly philanthropic a group of dealers and owners and public companies that I've ever dealt with. And it just keeps me in this arena of, of, of this space of the automotive space, because why go anywhere else? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's I've, just, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. I've, you know, I've interviewed a lot of those people on dealer news today who are extremely thrill, uh, philanthropic and they're, you know, they're dealers, they're auto group owners, they're, you know, every, everyone in this industry. And it's, it really is amazing what they do and what they give back. And there's a lot of things to be, Thankful for, as you were saying, you know, thankful for health, number one, especially during these days, you know, take care of your health and all that. You know, I think it's kind of a little poetic, you know, that this is called transactions with Dave Canton, but transactions could also be the, you know, the transactions you have with your family and your loved ones and the things you go through and how that that impacts, you know, your your the business side of things and what you do in life and things like that. So, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I was, as you were talking, I was like, you know, transactions, it also can mean a lot of other things, not just in the business world. You know, Derek, we talk about that all the time though, right? What yeah. is a transaction? A transaction to me is anything that, that, that really, you know, translates in, into, into, into a course of action, anything that takes place. Right. I mean, yeah, sure. it's not just, it's, it's not, it's not just making a deal that's considered a transaction. Although I love making deals. Um, and I, we're going to get into that in a moment. Um, you know, but it's really the passion of life of everything that you do, but I want to dive right into it. So now you brought up transactions. It gets my blood flowing. It's like the adrenaline's going, <laughs> Yeah, you any know, new deals? what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's talk about it. Look, you know, people ask me again all the time, you know, why, why, why the, I got to tell you the, the excitement of putting a deal together, the excitement of introducing a buyer and seller, the excitement of guiding that deal to the finish line. And then the ultimate, the ultimate excitement is seeing that deal together at the closing table two months, four months, six months later, and watching all parties sit there and shake hands and literally just pass the torch. You know, yeah. that's how I look at a transaction, right? Every transaction to me is creating a legacy, right? It's, it's, it's building upon that legacy. And when you can watch one automotive group that's been in business for gosh, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, just pass the torch across a closing table to the next group that's taking them over. There's no better feeling than sitting in my chair, witnessing this saying, this is something that our team, our DCG team has worked tirelessly throughout all the processes and all the motions to get this to where it is today. And let me tell you, there's no deal that's smooth, that's that's just easy peasy. There's no smooth acquisition. It's like, okay, I'm going to sign this and I'll see you at the table in four months. There's always going to be hurdles. Well, you but mentioned those hurdles. You mentioned, I didn't mean to cut you off, but you mentioned two months, four months. Is it is it usually that long or some like really short? 
you know, I got to tell you, the shortest closing or the fastest closing I've ever encountered was probably 60 days. OK. And, oh, and, yeah. and that's 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 a really qualified buyer and seller that's done this many times over and over that understands the process that could execute quickly. The average closing is probably five months. You know, obviously, you know, around the holidays could, could extend another month because manufacturers shut down. You know, and again, it's overwhelming right now because there's so many transactions happening today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the, the key to this, the key to the transaction world in any aspect, real estate, you know, M&A, anything that you're doing is really just kind of not allowing your emotions to get involved in the transaction, you know, from right. any side of the transaction, from the buy side, the sell side, from the M&A side, from the legal side, the accounting side, you know, there's so many aspects of doing a deal that, you know, really the, 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 the key component to a deal is, is allowing it to strictly be business, right? Leave mm-hmm. the emotion out of it. And it's easier said than done because sometimes you have a seller that's, you know, transitioning and, and succeeding, and, and moving on after 30, 40, 50, 60 years, second generation, third generation. And it is emotional because of, of the blood, sweat, and tears that they've had to put into building that business. That's where we really need to make sure that we're doing everything to not allow the deal structure, the deal points to be so emotional and to allow it to strictly kind of fall, you know, funnel down that business line, that business mm-hmm. path to keep all parties on track. Because the worst thing, that you could possibly do is get to, you know, get to the 50 yard line and the deal unravels or get to the, you know, 20 yard line of, of about to close on a deal and something doesn't happen, you know, and I got to Didn't that happen like a couple weeks ago or something? Didn't, wasn't that kind of the the case with a couple weeks ago where you were closing a deal? Well, I got to tell you, look, we've closed on over 200 deals to date. I don't know what the number is, 230, 240, somewhere 250 maybe. And and we probably lost three or four deals. Last week was a similar situation. I think we spoke about this in the last episode where the deal got very emotional for the buyer and seller and it was starting to go off track. Hmm. And it wasn't going off track for any deal points or for anything that really, you know, is the typical situation. Appraisals didn't come in right. Environmentals came in wrong. This was strictly just getting more emotional for the buyer and seller. Um, And we had to take our time and disconnect and really allow everyone to realize why we're here at the table and what was the original plan and, you know, why this deal even began, you know, three, four months ago. And, you know, once, once you allow each party to kind of disconnect and go back to their corner and really realize with the people that with their support system, why we're at this point, Okay. Yeah. It allows everyone to understand how we continue to move forward. So I think that's critical. You know, in any transaction, again, it's critical to to understand why why the transaction started. What was the purpose? Right. You know, why are we even why are we even discussing this? Why did we execute a letter of intent? Because when you could go back to the first five or six days of of the origination of the transaction, it really mm-hmm. allows you to, to to clear your mind and to understand why the deal's happening. And I think once a buyer and seller understands the level of engagement that's needed and really has a good support system uh, surrounding them, uh, you know, a good CFO, a great accounting firm, a great legal advisory, uh, you know, whoever it might be, a great family support as well, because that's that's just as critical. It really allows a transaction to get to the finish line. Are you, you know, I know it's it's the holidays now and stuff. Does the M&A world kind of slow down like everything else kind of slows down during this time of year? Typically, yes. Now, no. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we have, we have a closing going on today. We have two going on next week. So I I would tell you for the last, gosh, for the last 12 to 14 months, it's been a closing, you know, every other week. (laughs) 
it's been a closing every other week for us. So sometimes two a week, sometimes three a week. So, uh, you know, we, we might go two weeks without a closing and then the next week have three. And there's so much involved from DCG's point that we have to be involved in to get that closing to the finish line. Look, I think I said this, but I'm going to repeat myself again. You know, one of the things that we take great pride in is really learning from the experience of each transaction. Right. At DCG, at DCG, we don't just... Uh, you know, introduce a buyer and seller and say, see you later, guys, at the finish line in five months. No, we literally guide each side, each party, the buyer and seller to the finish line and literally hold their hand to complete each piece of that process that's needed to close from the buyer, you know, uh, helping helping uh, the buyer and seller with the asset purchase agreements and the real estate purchase agreements, navigating through any of the deal points to get the, to get it executed, getting them into the manufacturer, getting the portals and applications opened, helping the buyer understand what's needed for the application process, uh, motor vehicle licenses, banking licenses, DMS support, uh, 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 due diligence, real estate appraisals, environmental reports, and companies to that we can recommend uh, with the seller. It's it's all aspects of the deal that they need to do to prepare their dealerships or, or platform uh, for for the transaction. Getting getting everything in place with the staff. There's so many pieces of that puzzle, and I think at DCG at any given time there could be as little as five people and as many as. I don't 11 people, 12 people on a single closing that that wow. has involvement in getting that deal done. So it's so critical, you know, and, and being involved in every aspect of a transaction to me is critical. I don't know why any firm would want to just put a buyer and seller together and say, hey, I'll, I'll see you in five months. It's critical to be involved and engaged in that transaction. And one of the things that, that we're just so proud of are the stories that we get to to, to really, you know, just, just be a part of, right. To be a part yeah. of that story. You know, I think I told you this in one of the first episodes, you know, when we work a transaction and I've done many of them on my own, obviously, right. You build sure. this relationship with the buyer and seller to the point where this is going to sound funny, but to the point where they know your daily schedule and you know, theirs. So it's like, you know, they, like they, they know I have baseball practice with my son Wednesdays at five o'clock and they're like, they're not going to call me from five to seven because they know I'm at baseball. And I know that, you know, you know, blah, blah has, 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 has danced with his daughter, you know, Saturdays <laughs> from, from 11 to 12 and not to right. come. Like we, we know each other's schedules because you speak every day for four to six months. The saddest part of a transaction the, the saddest end. part, no, is the end because I feel like, you know, I and mean, this happens every time we close on the deal, right? It takes another week or two to follow up with all the, with all the, with all the, with all the closing, uh, post-closing uh, documents that we do and, you know, chasing parts monies and all the things that we do post-closing because we're, we're never gone after the closing, right? But about two weeks after that, when everything's done, like, I, I feel like, wait, I, I need a reason to call. Because you feel like this has been like, you know, this has been like you build that friendship, that relationship, yeah. that, that rapport that's so solid. Like, you know, everything about this person over five or six months, right? All yeah. the good and the bad, right? And then it just stops, right? For, for a short period of time, because we like to maintain relationships, but that everyday communication stops. And mm. it's kind of like, it's, it's like experiencing a loss over and over and over again. So some of the things that I've learned from doing this is maintaining those relationships is critical, 
right? I mean, obviously, obviously a buyer or seller doesn't want to speak to us every day after closing a transaction. <laughs> they got to, they got to put their effort, they got to put their time and energy into the transaction. Yeah. That they so just like Dave's called to go out to dinner again. <laughs> Exactly. You know, hey, let's go golf. Well, I got to yeah. work to pay for that $100 million deal you saw. <laughs> you know, but but I think one of the cool things about you and DCG and, you know, your whole team is the reason you have so many closings and you, you guys are so busy and successful is because you put the effort in and create that relationship with the buyer uh, and the seller. And DCG makes it smooth and you make the process enjoyable for both sides of it. And, you know, they in turn recommend you to other people, which brings you more business. So it's truly a testament to you and DCG, you know, that these people are thankful of the way that you do business. You know, Derek, I've learned this really early in life, right? Uh, the, the more effort and the better, the, the, the greater attitude you put towards anyone or anything, the greater the outcome is going to be. And one of the things that I, that I demand from everyone that is part of any of our DCG family of brands is to give our clients a hundred percent of the greatest attitude, the greatest effort towards whatever resources or help that they need. And if you, if you, if you show that in a genuine way, let me tell you something, it, it, you, you have a customer yeah. for life, right? It's not just about satisfying or, or doing what's expected. It's about doing more than it's expected. It's about, right. it's about, it's about going a little over and above and, and, and beyond each and every time. And that's what's critical. And that's the bar that I hold our standards to. Let's not just do what we say we're going to do. Let's do more. Right. Yeah. Do more. You know, That's a great way to look at it and why you've been so successful, I think. And it's a testament to you know, who you are, who you are as a person, the kind of values and, you know, relationships you have that you carry from, you know, family to work and then vice versa. And it shows, Dave. Thanks, Derek. I, yeah, no problem. I got to tell you one last thing before we get off. I got, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm like an analytic freak and all I do is I, I, I watch and I read all these analysts and what they're projecting and this and that. I got to tell you, for everyone in the automotive industry, uh, 2022, Okay, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, the, the, the M&A world is going to slow down in 22. Absolutely not. My projection is this. Consolidation is going to be greater in 22 than it was in 21. You're going to see more M&A, more M&A transactions completed in 2022 than we saw in 2021. It's going to be a busier year. I'm telling you right now, you're going to see major acquisitions changing hands. You're going to see a lot of one to three or four store groups changing hands to the large privates and publics that are going to understand that now is the time to cash out. So for those that think, for those that think that now might be time that it's slowing down, absolutely not. You watch and see because so many dealer groups have done so well this year, profitability wise, they are going to put that money back to work and you're going to see a major height in consolidation in 22. And I'm going to say this, 20 to 25% at minimum more acquisitions closed in 22 than in 21. Oh, wow. Wow. Hey, bold prediction with that 2022 information. But hey, if anyone knows what they're talking about when it comes to this stuff, it is Dave Canton. You heard it here first, folks. Thanks so much for coming on the show like you do every week. Another great one in the books, Transactions with Dave Canton. Dave, Thanks for coming on the show, bud. Derek D., thank you very much to the automotive industry. Stay healthy and stay safe. That's right. Stay healthy and stay safe, folks. Transactions with Dave Canton on the DNT Network. For past episodes, you can listen over at dealernewstoday.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Derek D. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. See you.